You're listening to the Gospel Project for Students Weekly Leader Training, helping you lead your students in their journey through the storyline of Scripture. Hey there, thanks for joining us for the Weekly Leader Training for the Gospel Project for Students. I'm Drew Dixon. I'm the team leader for Student Ongoing Bible Studies at Lifeway. And today um, we're looking at Unit 28, Session 1, and it's titled Transformed by the Holy Spirit which is the first session of Volume 10 of the Gospel Project for Students, The Mission Begins. So I uh, want to jump into this session with a, just a couple of encouragements to you. One is that here we're going to be talking about, um, I think what we could say is the probably the most neglected person of the Godhead of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. Um, this is something we get weird about sometimes when we talk about it, or we don't know how to talk about the Holy Spirit, or we don't talk about the Holy Spirit enough. So I really want to encourage you to help your students get some uh, perspective on the presence and power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. So our main point is that the Holy Spirit fills God's people to teach and empowers us. And so we see that here, right? Um, I think one of the things to, to, to really see right off the bat is that God is empowering fishermen and tax collectors and all kinds of people you wouldn't expect to be the people who are primarily primarily responsible for taking the gospel to the nations. And that's what this passage is about. It's ultimately about the gospel going forward to the nations. This is the beginning of the Great Commission being lived out. This is the fulfillment of God's promises to Abraham that he would bless all nations of the earth through Abraham's line. Uh, through Jesus, uh, empowering the disciples they're going to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. And this is where it starts. And it starts with really ordinary, normal people. In fact, kind of the sorts of people you would not expect. I mean, imagine going from being a fisherman uh, to being Peter, right? In this situation, called upon by God to proclaim the gospel um, to all these people from different that, that all speak different languages. And uh, and this miracle happens, right, where Peter speaks and everyone hears the gospel in their own language and um, and people come to faith, right? And um, the rest is history, right? Um, this is a really, really cool story. So anyway, in the midst of all this, I think we can easily kind of get confused about what the Holy Spirit does in our lives and in our hearts, or, or we can be like, well, why doesn't God... Um, use his spirit in the same way to like let me speak the gospel to people who don't who, who with whom I don't share the same language um, but the main thing I think that we need to get here is that we have a helper right and that this helper empowers us to do things for the kingdom so um, God's given us this great commission and it seems really intimidating it seems like a really big deal and it is a really big deal um, but uh, it's not something he's left us to do on our own. God never um, asks us to do something he's not willing to strengthen us and empower us to do. Um, so how does the Holy Spirit minister in the lives of believers? Um, it's important to know that the Spirit draws us to faith in Jesus, but then the Spirit also guides and directs us. So a really simple thing for you to encourage your students to do this week is to think about how can we lean on the power of the Spirit? How can we stop leaning on our... I mean, we don't look to ourselves for salvation, right? We look to God. Um, how can we look to the Spirit? How can we lean less on ourselves and more on the Spirit as we seek to do the things that God calls us to do each week? Um, 
challenge your students to think through that. Um, maybe share some examples of how you've sought to lean on the power and guidance of the Spirit and the things that you do each week. Um, there's a question I want to point your attention to on the Our Mission page on page 14. This is one you don't want to admit. Uh, don't want to miss. It's on the heart section, and it's it's uh, the first question. It says Acts two thirty two says that the people who heard Peter's message were pierced to the heart. What does this mean? And then the, the follow up to that is when have you felt this, and how did you respond? Um, this is one of the ways the Holy Spirit moves and works in our lives. Is as we read the Bible, as we study the story of Jesus, as we think about what it means to follow Christ, as we go about our daily lives, the, the Spirit is with us. The Spirit is present. Um, the Holy Spirit is with us and guides us. And one of the ways the Spirit guides us is by convicting our hearts. As we read truth from the Bible and we realize, man, I don't really like live up to this, what I'm reading here. Like, my life is pretty different and I don't, you know, that's the Spirit saying, hey, where do you need to shift? Where do you need to change? Where do you need to lean less in yourself and more in me? So let's... Um, open our hearts and minds. Let's begin praying that God would would pierce our hearts with the Spirit to guide us into the things that He wants us to do and, and the ways He wants us to live on mission for Him um, and in how we can love and serve our neighbors. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Students. For more resources to help you guide your group through this session, visit gospelproject.com.